Welcome to this Perceptive Readers Podcast. Hi, I'm James Lynch. Being balanced in the way we treat one another. Now that is something to admire. Uh, That is something impressive when you agree. Hi, I'm James Lynch and welcome to this Park Books Update Moment. Recently, reading an account about Jesus' life in Luke chapter 3, there was a man named John, and you probably call him John the Baptizer. Well, John was the one that was supposed to prepare the way, prepare the hearts and minds for people to be, again, ready to accept Jesus, listen to Jesus, you see. And so... There were many persons that were coming to him to get baptized. But it's something that I want to share with you that came from a tax collector. Questions that were asked of John and the way he responded back to them. Because this will help us to see again that no matter what situations come up in life, um, even from um, poverty, uh uh, the health matters and things of that nature, we try to always uh, be balanced in the way that we treat one another. So notice something that is read from the New International Version in Luke chapter 3. And this is in verse uh, 12, where it says, even tax collectors came to be baptized. And see, tax collectors during that time were uh, despised many of them because why (laughs) they were cheating the people um, um, quite a bit. So when this tax collector came to be baptized, uh, he said to John, ask them, what should we do? You see, and John told him, Don't collect any more than you are required to, he told them. So there were taxes during that day, but yet by John responding back to them, he was saying, don't cheat the people, you know, Uh, don't gouge the people, you know, don't take their money unnecessarily. And that's in Luke chapter three, verse 12, where the question is asked and in verse 13, where John told him, don't take any more than what, you know, you are required to. Then notice this, some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? John replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. See, then you have other accounts that happened where, uh, again, John was the one that ended up um, condemning certain practices uh, uh, that was going on in that day as well, even by some of the uh, rulers in that area like Herod. And so uh, put it this way, he had the authority and you can be sure with God's Holy Spirit on him. He was doing and saying what he was supposed to. Uh, But getting back to the uh, 
the balance uh, treatment. See, people in general, see, un unlike Herod, because remember, you have rulers and and leaders who sometimes, you know, you really got to uh, uh, have serious and straightforward conversations with. But in general, how are the people uh, viewed and treated um, in balance? You can see from what John was saying, was saying, you know, don't treat people badly. Uh, don't cheat them. Um, in some other verses, he was referencing that if somebody even needed a shirt and you, you know, had to, then, you know, you share it with them, you see. Uh, but once again, today, you see, I want to emphasize, as you've heard me say, to Keep your humanity in that way. Uh, we have to keep our humanity. And I want to clear up something here. Uh, people have disagreements at times with one another. But just because you have two people having a disagreement with one another, it doesn't mean if there's friction among them that either one of them doesn't get along with a large group of people as a whole. That's important for you to remember that because in this day and age, uh, something that you will, will see at times and you most likely already experienced it, that you can have a disagreement with one person and then um, that one person, depending on their view, uh, some of their training that they've even had at times in certain areas, uh, may make it sound like, again, uh, you are not an agreeable person or, uh, you know, even a nice person. And yet the proof shows uh, for years on end uh, that you are. And so I just want to share that with you in that way. And so getting again right back with being balanced, this is why. It is uh, good that you continue to keep your humanity. Uh, people have heard about uh, uh, different science fiction stuff, you know, like robots and AIs that people watch for years and like, ooh, enjoyed all of that. And yet now um, in this age that we live in, it's a reality. You can see them on TV, you see, uh, uh, have for a motor range of movements and also just like, uh, you know, many medical instruments. Again, they can const constantly read, you know, uh, humans, um, their, you know, their feelings, their, uh, heat sig signatures and everything that they give out. Yes, uh, AIs are on that level now where they're constantly, you know, the same way that they would diagnose you, you know, when you go to the doctor and he does all these tests and, and taps you and, <laughs> and, you know, and all these other instruments that, you know, are hooked up to us at times. What are they to do to tell uh, the doctor, uh, okay, this is what's wrong with you in this area and that area. Well, just imagine now with the technology that they're putting in these uh, robots and AIs, you know, they, they don't have to touch you. Remember, they got sensors, so they, they, they can tell. Now, that may uh, make some feel uneasy. Uh, 
And yet at the same time, I just thought I would tell you that, yes, uh, you know, technology has advanced uh, that much uh, now in our day and age. And see, the thing about it with the AIs and the robots, as you know, they just uh, do what they're told. You see, they just uh, no matter what it is, no matter whether it's ethical or unethical, they just do uh, what, what they're told because that's the way they've been programmed. But see, humans are not that way and humans are not meant to be uh, that way. And so uh, our humanity uh, always keeps that you know, front and center of our mind that this is a person with, you know, likes, dislikes, uh, feelings, uh, pains and joys and things of that nature. And so uh, the way that a person could take a robot and just throw one switch, like if a robot fell down <laughs> or you even call the robot a name or what have you, days on end, you know, uh all they got to do is just keep on uh, pushing the button and the robot just going to do and move the same way it used to and, and certainly won't be factoring anything about it. But for a human being, you know, certain things will uh, take a toll on the body if we fall. Uh, certain uh, language will take a toll on the heart and mind if prolonged. And so... Uh, we are very much aware of that um, and we do our best again to be balanced in the way that we will uh, deal with persons and and their feelings and things of that nature uh, see what happens if a person start losing that empathy and that fellow feeling uh, for the next human being you know that is near them well, it could actually be to the point that uh, you can run into a person that has so many things going on with them uh, internally and physically, but yet will still want that person to respond in the same way that a robot or AI would just go ahead and respond. See, uh, so interested in just seeing the actions of a person instead of once again, you know, uh, all of a sudden making adjustment and giving the person uh, what they need, not something that's just used to make a report out of. Because one thing that I'll share with you that um, in these types of situations, persons get in sometimes what, you know, whether it's a, matrix or controlled environment or experiment of that area remember this once you take something out of a natural way you see of things uh, then there are there's a switch that happens where it's like you know since this is not naturally occurring that this is actually purposely being done in this way or that, then the individuals who are in such a setting or environment will not really act the same way that they would have, you see, um, if it was naturally occurring. It does go into 
a fight or flight type of situation. The what, what I just said, some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. And some of you may be wondering still uh, what I'm talking about. But see, that's what this perceptive readers right here is really for. Uh, in one sense, I'm I'm trying to address the ones even with hope who understand exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, that's what, you know, I've I've always tried to do. Um, Especially, you know, over the last decade or so, because even though, you know, I said uh, treat people in a, you know, in a balanced way in general. And then I also reference what John the baptizer did and said to her at one time, you know, the ruler uh, back there in that area. Uh, make no mistake about it. Uh Notice how John spoke differently to him than the way that he did to the people. Why? Because it was on a totally different level, which, you know, we won't go into uh, now, uh, but it was. And so what does that tell us again? And, and so and this is being said in all due respect there are people, depending on your responsibilities, uh, your background and things in life, that do know more than other persons in certain areas. You see, it doesn't mean that the other persons who may not be born in this type of situation, or that situation is not smart because no, it doesn't mean that at all. It just means again, that your experiences and your background has given you this information and knowledge in another way. And in that other way, at times, it will be totally foreign, especially on the level that is on, to the general populace. This is important to know, again, too, because sometimes... You know, you heard me mention the term intellectuals the same way that another uh, famous author mentioned it. And, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I was using that word way before I even was aware uh, really of this uh, famous author who uses uh, this word. It's, it's just interesting. You know, some people say great man's think alike, but no, he certainly expressed himself on the level that, I mean, it's just, it's, it's magnificent the, the way that he does it. Um, but again, with that thought I was talking about with intellectuals, because one of the things that happens, and you could actually see this in a, in a debate between this, uh, a famous author who was talking about in the book of intellectuals and uh, this other uh, uh, very high IQ genius level professor and writer himself that the argument was being made, which was in a very respectful, you see, and calm uh, uh, debate, you see, rhetoric, so you speak. Well, the gist of what this author was saying is that, you know, intellectuals, sometimes, you know, uh, think tanks are in think tanks 
and they uh, sit and they just think of different things about society, how to implement this or that, but then they don't feel, you know, uh, the consequences or the repercussions of, you know, bad decisions and policies uh, uh, that they make at times. And so why am I uh, sharing this debate that was going on? Here's the reason why. Because I want you to understand that just because a person may be <laughs> what we're calling like intellectuals right now, it still doesn't even mean that they're a bad person or if they're even really trying to cause harm. It's just that, again, they could touch more up on what we've been talking about, that humanity, that empathizing for humanity because see what this other person was talking about was basically okay if the experiment or something like this is failing or if the policy is is failing at this time well you know uh, we can find out you know later but let, let's just see what happens and seeing what this other author was saying well still what about the people in the meanwhile who's really having a hard time you see Humanity, our humanity, helps us to step in and know when to say when. You know, no, you know, you, you've been through enough with this or that. And so with that, I just want to say again that, you know, sometimes uh, these persons uh, who think about these matters, they will... Uh, Remember, I, I want to tell you that, again, it's 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 not like it's always coming from really a malicious point of view. It's coming from, again, just not knowing or just may not have experienced certain things themselves. Because that's one thing that I would, you know, tell persons who are in positions of trust or think tanks or what have you. OK, with this same policy or or whatever you want to do or implement or what have you, uh, uh, would you go through the exact same thing? In other words, right now, you're making how much or something a year that allows you to once again live very comfortable. You know, you don't really have to uh, um, maybe um, uh, risk you know, uh, leg or limb or what have you, as they put it, uh, in certain areas or what have you. And then, again, bless your soul for it. See, that's one thing I want to emphasize, too, that there's no uh, jealousy or envy at all. Um, you Make no mistake about that. Now, but at the same time, just think about the type of environment and the situation that you have right now, if you didn't have that situation, but was placed in the exact type of situation that these policies are being placed upon the people, how long do you think you would keep saying, well, let this go on for longer, longer this way or that way? Or would you be like, uh, uh, no, you know, I got to get my, you know, this or that type of living circumstances again. Uh, I need a break. You know, I need to work out. I need, you see what I'm talking about? 
persons have to continue to put themselves in the people's shoes who they would be making these type of uh, uh, policies and things for. And um, that's all, you know, I'm going to say about it on that matter. We do have to keep our humanity because if everything starts becoming more and more insensitive, what would make us any different than all these high technological robots and stuff that they're making right now? Which I told you, you can just look look on TV. You can see, yeah, they're there. And the things that they're putting in there, the AI and things of that nature, all that is being based off of, I'm not going to even tell you, but you'll be surprised what that programming is being based off of, you see, so or based from. So anyway, uh, keep in mind, one, this was a little bit more serious, yes, but two, when I said in the end of all matters, everything is going to be okay, see, it was another thing that John was saying, you know, before Jesus came to get baptized, he was saying that, you know, prepare the way, you see, of the Lord, uh, make his way straight, uh, make the hills low and the valley smooth and things of that nature. And with that knowledge, keep this in mind. And I just want to say one more thing. Because people uh, say this a lot, and I know exactly uh, what they're saying when uh, they say it, and I'm going to tell you what it is. And yet, I'm going to tell you why I never say it. Um, And so, what is that statement? You know, people say sometimes, well, what heal? do you want to dial upon or things of that nature? You know, uh, what do you want to be standing upon? Who do you want to, uh, uh, represent and, and this and that and, and trying to make it sound like if, you know, uh, you don't agree with, uh, uh, something, then they're all of a sudden saying that, well, you're not on this hill, you're, you're on that hill. And so I just want to say this. In my experience, because uh, remember I told you I know uh, why different persons say it, but in my experience, the reason why I don't say it is because sometimes persons are pushed from the hill that they want to be on, you see. So they just stay on the fringes, but they still... They're still touching the hill because that's just where they had to be, you see, or have to be. And with that knowledge, I just thought I'll let you know, because um, there are quite a few people, quite a few people right now that they are in situations where it's like, you know, this is just where I'm at, it's not where I 
I planned on being, but this is where I'm at. What hope is there? Well, did you know there are actually passages in the Bible? And in those passages, and I'll end up most likely reading some of them to you in the future, God is making it clear that, you know, he's going to get those persons who were scattered. He's going to get those persons who were pushed away, stumbled away. So I don't, you know, uh, want you to get uh, too down on yourself because, you know, God sees and he knows everything. And see, and that's one of the reasons why I don't say it. And then another reason why I don't say it is because, you know, I don't feel or don't like the the whole yin yang type reasoning with that statement. Uh, because when it comes to God's kingdom and his mountain that the Bible um, uh, mentions and things of that nature, it's going to basically, you know, the effects end up moving out and expanding across the whole earth, the whole world. And so the connotation that I end up, you know, feeling good about is, just like when Jesus talked about ones who would be lost and scattered at times and even stumbled, that if you can't make it to the mountain, God will bring the mountain to you. <laughs> That's just an expression. Okay. That's just an illustration. But, you know, he says this in, in passages, not exactly like what I just said, but he did say that his broken, um, you know, people, his hurt people, ones who are even unjustly um, in a form of bondage right now. He's going to get them. And of course, he'll certainly be using his people to be doing the same thing. People who know how important it is to keep their humanity. I'm James Lynch. Thank you for being here in this Park Books Update moment. You have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality. Oh,